You're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the B2B Revenue Acceleration podcast. My name is Dan Seabrook, and I'm here today with Marianella Mace, CEO at Email Meter. Hi, Marianella. How are you today? I'm doing pretty great. What about yourself, Dan? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm good, thank you. It's, uh, it's uh, starting to become a little bit more normal to be working from home full-time. I'm feeling a bit restricted, but other than that, I'm uh, healthy and happy, so that's, that's all good. So Marinella, today we'll be talking about motivating sales teams in times of remote working. Now, before we get into that conversation, could you please just introduce yourself to our audience and also give us um, a bit of insight into your company email meeting? Yeah, sure thing. So essentially to kind of dive into a little bit about myself and email meter, I always like to say that I'm in a kind of a unique position where I'm the CEO of email meter, but I'm also running the sales team and the customer success department. So I I always kind of think that it's multitasking at, at its finest. And so I've been working with email meter and, you know, the amazing group there for a little over a year and a half now. And it's truly, I feel that it's been really special just because I work with such a great team that really care, everybody cares for one another, which I I also think is pretty unique. So I feel very blessed in that sense and really have enjoyed every minute. And then now to kind of switch gears and focus on email meter, to give you to give you guys a little bit of background about or insight into what email meter is it's essentially an email analytics tool and also a kind of productivity performance tool and so what we're really aiming to do or trying to do is is help business leaders make you know better decisions more informed decisions using data and what's really great about the product or the platform is that we can essentially analyze thousands of emails in real time and can compile kind of like detailed insights and really focus on different aspects that different kind of team team leaders or you know other positions maybe are looking for and and we can actually tailor it so that way we can really focus on employee performance and productivity and so you know if we if i had to like mention our mission our mission is essentially to make teams smarter and more productive through email analytics and what's actually been really great about the team is because of kind of the state that we're in now with the pandemic and everything we were actually able to create a a new platform to help small and medium businesses that's kind of like a standard dashboard that has more analytics to offer for teams at a you know much more kind of affordable price and so you know while we can't make things for free that we would we would love to be able to do that this is kind of like our our helping hand in a way okay and it, it sounds really relevant for now right i mean talking about your mission is really to help companies enable their their employees to be more productive i mean that that's obviously the the key kind of message right now for for companies and individuals is how can they seamlessly re- work from home and or work remotely wherever that may be and uh, and how can they be productive while doing that so that i guess brings us on to our sort of first real topic of discussion which is since covid-19 since the outbreak obviously most companies have had to rapidly enable their teams to work remotely 
which has naturally impacted the working routine and also the, the economy and, and, and people's health along with it. But if we think about work for a second, now how can you, as a, as a sales leader and a CEO, I suppose, how can you ensure that your sales teams are, can remain productive? But more importantly, how do you ensure that they remain motivated in times like this when they've had to shift from a, an office working environment to a, an individual home-based uh, working environment? Yeah, so I think there are a lot of great strategies out there, and I think it, it really depends on the group of people that you have. But specifically kind of for my team in itself, I what I really kind of like to focus on are going to be attitudes and behaviors. And I really became kind of a big fan of this after I did my uh, Sandler training. So I, I'm really big into Sandler. And yeah. And this has really helped us a lot. And so essentially what what we've been doing, at least with my teams, is we've been trying to break everything down into kind of more manageable bites so it doesn't seem so overwhelming, especially because I have a little bit of a, a, a team that's not used to remote work. And so kind of coaching them through it and having it in a way where everything kind of seems manageable and all the news and everything that they're hearing isn't, you know, kind of like doomsday because, you know, if we're, if we look on the news almost every day, it's kind of a scary thing because you always kind of see like global economies doomed or, you know, worse than the great depression in the 1930s and, you know, what's the new normal. And sometimes I kind of feel like, well, there's so much negativity you know, how, how, can, how can we spin this into something positive? And so I've actually, actually at the beginning, to be honest, I kind of struggled a little bit with, okay, you know, how can, I, how can I make sure that everybody's happy, motivated, and, you know, good to go? And so when, when I kind of started diving into more of like, okay, let's focus on what we can control, focusing on how we react to things, the attitudes and the behaviors, finding ways to celebrate you know, the little wins and also kind of having more of a nurturing kind of aspect about me. So I focus more on, you know, how are they doing and not saying that I, I never did it before, but just spending a little bit more time with them, understanding, you know, like what's going on at home, how, how are, you know, other things in their life going, maybe spending 10, 15 minutes a day with each person, just checking in with them. I think is really important and it's what's really helped us a lot. And so taking the extra time to do that has has definitely I think helped and we're always trying to find ways to laugh and and, and kind of enjoy each other's company from a distance. Some in regards to kind of motivation, one way that we've kept motivation kind of up is by taking small breaks and something that we do with with the team is every week we elect a, a game captain. And so we have one person that, you know, we take a break for about 10, 10 or 15 minutes and the game captain kind of chooses a game that all of us play together and, you know, gives us kind of a, a break to kind of laugh and keep up morale. And uh, one thing that we actually did uh, last week, which was a lot of fun, is a, a collaborative drawing. And so each one of us had to kind of take turns with the group and point out one thing that we loved most in our house. And of course I chose my, my Doberman Catania and the group had to draw her and, 
it came out pretty funny. So I said, when we go back to the office, we have to like print it out and frame it. And that can be like our Picasso from, uh, from our lockdown period. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. I mean, there's lots of, lots of, sounds like there's a lot of different things that you're trying to, trying to, to put in place there just to, to keep the team engaged and motivated and morale as high as possible. I think with salespeople, it's always tough because from my perspective, <laughs> both being and coaching salespeople and being a salesperson, I, I think it's, um, I think salespeople, you know, by their very nature, thrive on success and thrive on the big wins. But actually, success changes in, in, this, in this time. And, uh, and actually, perhaps success isn't closing the, the multi-million dollar deals. And actually, it's, it's just getting the small wins that whatever they may be. But, but recognizing those small wins can, can obviously help with motivation and, and team morale as well. But yeah, it's an interesting, some interesting ideas there because I'm not sure that anyone's actually got the, the true answer as to how they, can, uh, how they can motivate their team when they're working in an environment that's, that's unknown. I mean, working from home naturally has a completely different dynamic to working in an office environment. Um, from your perspective and from what you've seen, being based in Spain, of course, you've had a, a few more weeks on, on, uh, than, than other countries in, in, in working remotely. How are you seeing productivity levels? Are you seeing that they're, they're higher or lower than, uh, than working from, from the office? And, and second to that, how are you actually measuring productivity? Are you measuring that based on activity, are you measuring it based on output, or has it completely changed from, uh, from prior to the COVID-19 situation? Yeah, so again, I, I think that's a, a tough question in a number of ways because, uh, as you know, being in sales can be kind of mentally challenging. And so you have some days where my team is like, they're crushing it, they're doing, you know, their goals or their behaviors. And then there are other days where being kind of locked at home, not being able to go out has, you know, um, a damper kind of on their mental kind of status. And then that re- that reflects on on their productivity. And I can you know, see that it's down and maybe they aren't as excited to be able to complete all their goals. And so, you know, what, what we have been doing, as I kind of mentioned before, is trying to break things down. So that way, you know, maybe, maybe our goals aren't as aggressive as before. And I'm not saying that we're making them, you know, not aggressive at all, but being a little bit more understanding. And so, you know, when when I feel that maybe productivity is a little bit down, then that's when, you know, I'll come in and see how I can help or if there's kind of a block. And the way that we're measuring productivity is is kind of in a couple different ways. So we, of course, use email meter and to kind of look to see, okay, you know, is it maybe a shift in the amount of workload that's coming in, you know, am I noticing productivity is kind of maybe shifting throughout the day where it's becoming a little bit later in the day versus earlier in the day and trying to look at it more at a weekly level and instead of a daily level, just because of the fact of those kind of the days that you have maybe a little bit too much head trash or that, you know, oh, I'm never going to be able to close this sale or, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this, you know, because I think we all have those days. and. But I think what's really important is that we're measuring, you know, using email meter. We use also, uh, we also kind of look at the output, of course, you know, okay, from the deals that, that you have been reaching out to, you know, how many have you converted? So really kind of focusing on, okay, what, what we do have, how are you kind of converting those? And from who you have talked to, you know, 
how much is COVID-19 affecting them and trying to get an understanding of with our customers because we deal with large and so many different varieties of industries, you know, maybe we need to kind of shift and focus on another industry that's maybe thriving during during the pandemic. So places like manufacturing or um, hospitals or, you know, with uh, schools kind of going online and remote. The, you know, those are kind of what we're shifting towards and then going away, you know, reaching out to kind of like retailers and stuff where unfortunately they're not being able to do anything. Another, another aspect that we kind of do to measure productivity is at the, at the end of the week, you know, we ask everybody, okay, how do you feel that you did, you know, kind of do a, a little bit of a, a self evaluation and because I think that's also important that we want to make sure that we're protecti- protecting everybody's identity and helping them to keep a high identity so that way they can really focus on and be positive kind of in about the situation that we're in and that nobody kind of feels or takes on and feels like it's the world against them or that, you know, they're not going to be successful or that we're not going to make it through this. So those are kind of different ways that that we have been measuring kind of productivity and and how I've kind of noticed productivity kind of raising and and falling down, you know, throughout the week. And sometimes I kind of notice like at the beginning, the beginning of the week, it tends to be pretty strong. And then, you know, like Wednesday, Thursday, there might be a dip. And then Friday, you know, like if we have our pep talk, then it kind of goes back up. So it's just kind of knowing your team and deciding, you know, what's best for every, every single person there and essentially kind of, you know, uh, changing it to fit their style. Absolutely. Interesting. And, and you mentioned just in there um, around, you know, perhaps looking at targets and, and perhaps actually it's about looking at what you currently have in, in pipeline and your current opportunities and what are you doing with those rather than perhaps other activities. A, a question that I've been battling in my mind with and talking to other um, other people in, in similar positions to yourselves really is how you know this current pandemic may affect targets as we move through the year so in your own business uh, and, and and in your own management of of your of your teams how uh, how are you approaching that are targets remaining the same for the most part are you going to look at adjusting them as we move through the year based on the impacts or the or the anticipated impact of of covid or at the moment are you still kind of holding your teams to that original original plan and budget for the year? So what we actually did is we kind of did a shift and we created a a new product to help kind of small and medium businesses. So we did a shift just because, so with our platform itself, we have a premium version, which is kind of more of a self-sufficient. And then we had a, a large enterprise where we had, you know, the, you know, several thousand dollars a month or, you know, a hundred thousand dollar deals and stuff. And so with every, with people kind of being afraid to invest large amounts of money, we kind of decided, okay, you know what, let's, we don't really know how the economy is going to kind of bounce back. So that's why we kind of created this in-between product. And so we've created this shift uh, to try and see, you know, how, perhaps a product that's in between kind of the B2C and B2B, this thing that we've created in the middle, how that can kind of fare when it's something that people do need, but maybe can't, the whole company isn't going to be looking to invest right now because 
at least I feel and what we've talked about as a management team is that so many companies right now are just, you know, what's essential, what can we afford, what can we cut out? And so I, I think it's, I think, you know, the, the route that we took was one of, you know, let's see how we can essentially go out there and help as many people as possible, you know, obviously, but, but still stay in business where I think that, you know, some, depending on the product that you have, you have the ability to, I don't want to say take advantage of the situation, but thrive on the situation or just kind of decide how you're going to recover from it. So we made an adjustment. We, I definitely am not holding to the team to what the growth of what we had envisioned before, just because of the reaction that we've gotten from you know, people starting to kind of go into the panic state of not wanting to spend money. Sure. Okay. That's interesting. And in terms of, well, you mentioned there about some of the, um, some of the uh, processes you're putting in place and, and, and steps you're putting in place really to, to keep your team motivated and talking and, and, uh, and, and obviously you're using email meter to, to manage and, and track productivity and efficiency. Um, now, a lot of the challenges that we're hearing about in the market today is now they've, they've been able to shift their employees from working from home, particularly in large enterprises. That's obviously a big challenge around having the technology infrastructure to do so, the security to do so, and all of that. But now everyone is in that environment and working from home and, and settled in doing so. A challenge then becomes, well, how do you keep talking to your team and communicating and trying to replicate that, that in-person communication? Um, what is the impact that you're seeing in companies regarding their ways of communicating? And, um, you know, how, what, what mediums are you seeing people using most to, to communicate with their employees? Is it spending more time on video calls? Is it a lot of email traffic? Is it phone calls? How, how are you seeing people try and replicate that in-person communication and, and keep talking with their teams? Yeah. So it was actually kind of funny because, you know, we, we automatically thought, oh, you know, with this whole situation, everybody's going to be using email like crazy. And when it first started, my amazing engineering team, you know, ran the numbers because of, you know, all of our different users. And we thought, yeah, we're going to see a huge increase on email activity. What, you know, after they ran the numbers, there wasn't really much of a change. And what we kind of realized was, is that, we didn't take into account that each company and each country is being affected by COVID a little bit differently. And, you know, uh, here in Spain, we started a lot sooner, not as, not as early as Italy, but we were, you know, right after them. And, and so then, you know, we decided, okay, let's wait a couple more weeks until the U S maybe starts to kind of go through their lockdown. And, you know, we ran the numbers again and we saw a small shift in email activity, but kind of nothing crazy. Something that I definitely have seen a lot of people try and do to create that human interaction is a ton more of the video conferencing. Just everything that I've been reading in the news about, you know, Zoom. Zoom is definitely taking off. Since we're a G Suite company, we use Google Hangouts. And we've been definitely using it a lot more to do, you know, our all the meetings that we normally would have had in person. So all of our huddles, you know, sprints, retrospectives, and one-on-ones. But, you know, I, I think that something that maybe we didn't think about is 
that we thought email was going to be something that was going to be largely kind of affected by this, but with everybody kind of liking instant kind of gratification and that communication back and forth, definitely think that things like Slack or, or Google Hangouts is, is something that's being utilized a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and actually, uh, again, a lot of people I talk to, and I'm experiencing it myself somewhat, the days um, working from home almost feel more intense. They definitely are longer, but um, they almost feel a little bit more tiring as well. Because what I've noticed is that you know, when you're in an office, you can go and either talk over the desk to someone or walk across the, the building to someone, and it's a 30-second conversation, then you're back to your desk. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a working from home environment, it's let's set up a video call and, uh, and you end up being on it 30 minutes. And, and what I've noticed is that tends to be 10 to 12 hours every single day back to back on calls. And it's uh, definitely, it's a bit of an, a bit more intense. And then it comes back to that, that piece we were talking about at the top of the call, which is how do you ensure that your team are feeling mentally well and that they are making time for other things like exercise or relaxing or spending time with family or whatever that may be, because the days can sort of blur into a, uh, into one in this current situation simply because of that that kind of um you know constant need to be engaging with people by by video calls and instant messaging and all of that so very interesting take and uh, a lot of the points you've made are what we're hearing in the market and it's it's been interesting to hear uh, hear your thoughts on how you're tackling it at uh, tackling it at um email meter uh, as we're moving towards the end of the podcast here today it's been really interesting to to get your thoughts and, and it's much appreciated I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that will want to continue the conversation or hear more directly about yourself or, or your company email meter. So if, if anyone did want to um, engage with you or uh, your company, could you give us a, a feel for what are the best ways for them to get in contact and, and, and continue the conversation? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, obviously at email meter, we always prefer email. <laughs> so, um, you know, you can always check us out at emailmeter.com or reach out to, you know, myself, uh, Marianella at emailmeter.com. And so I know that my, my first name is kind of, kind of a mouthful, but at least we tried to make it simple. <laughs> but, you know, I think those are the best ways to kind of check us out and definitely, you know, feel free to ask us questions and stuff also via LinkedIn. That's also a great way as well. Okay, cool. Great. Well, once again, many thanks for your time today. It's been uh, been great having you on the show and uh, look forward to speaking again soon. Yeah, thanks, Dan. You know, it was definitely a pleasure chatting with you and uh, hopefully you guys stay well and healthy as well. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.